Chapter 2 of Piano and Song by Friedrich Wieck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 2 An Evening Entertainment at Herr Zach's. Dramatis Personae. Herr Zach, formerly a flute player, not very wealthy. Herr Zach, read by Peter Bishop. His wife, of the family T.Z., rather sharp-tempered. Mrs. Zack, read by Liberty Stump. Stock, her son, seventeen years old, is studying the piano thoroughly. Stock, read by Marty Chris. Mr. Buffalo, music master of the family. Mr. Buffalo, read by Alan 1405. Domini, piano teacher, rather gruff. Domini, read by Algie Pug. Cecilia, his daughter, thirteen years old, shy. To Domini. I regret that I was unable to attend the concert yesterday. I was formerly musical myself and played on the flute. Your daughter, I believe, plays pretty well. Well, yes, perhaps something more than pretty well. We are in earnest about music. Envious because Cecilia received applause for her public performance yesterday, and because Mr. Buffalo had been unable to bring out stock, all in one breath. When did your daughter begin to play? Just how old is she now? Does she like playing? They say you are very strict and tie your daughters to the piano stool. How many hours a day do you make her practice? Don't you make her exert herself too much? Has she talent? Isn't she sickly? Don't you think she looks in good health, madam? tall and strong for her years but perhaps she might look more cheerful if she was not obliged to play on the piano so much bowing i can't exactly say suddenly interrupting and holding domini by the buttonhole they say you torment and ill-treat your daughters dreadfully that the eldest was obliged to practice day and night well you shall hear my stock play this evening who some time by the grace of god is to take the place of thalberg in the world now give me your opinion freely of course i was only to praise we should like very much to hear what you think about his playing though perhaps mr buffalo may not agree with you mr buffalo is looking through the music case and picking out all the etudes by listening to which domini is to earn his supper resigned and foreseen that he shall be bored i've heard a great deal of the industry of your son stock what are you studying now mr stock in proud self-consciousness rather sophomoric i play six hours a day two hours scales with both hands together and four hours etudes i have already gone through the first book of clemente and four books of kramer now i am in the gradus ad parnassum i have already studied the right fingering for it indeed you are very much in earnest that speaks well for you and for mr buffalo but what pieces are you studying with the etudes hummel mendelssohn chopin or schumann contemptuously mr buffalo can't bear chopin and schumann mr buffalo lately played through schumann's kinderzainen that people are making such a talk about my mamma who is also musical and used to sing when papa played the flute said what ridiculous little things are those are they waltzes for children and then the babyish names for them he may play such stuff to his wife but not to us well these kinderschenen are curious little bits for grown-up men's hands your mother is right they are too short there certainly ought to be more of them 
but they are not waltzes. Indeed, I am not allowed to play waltzes at all. My teacher is very thorough. First I have to dig through all the gradus ad pernasum, and then he is going to undertake a concerto of Beethoven's with me, and will write the proper fingering over it. I shall play that in public, and then, as he and my aunt say, I shall be the death of you all. Who has overheard him steps up. Now, Herr Domini, how do you like my method? Perhaps you have a different one? Nevertheless, that shan't prevent our being good friends. Certainly, if anything is to be accomplished in these times, it is necessary to keep at work. That is my doctrine. But Stock here has unusual patience and perseverance. He has worked through all Kramer's 96 statutes in succession without grumbling. He was wretched enough over them. But his papa bought him a saddle horse to ride round on every day, and he revived in the fresh air. Herzog, with his wife and an old aunt, are playing cards in the further room. Herzog, with his wife and an old aunt, are playing cards in the further room. But do you not combine the study of musical pieces with the study of exercises, in order that the cultivation of the taste may go hand in hand with mechanical improvement? My dear friend, you are too narrow-minded there. You make a mistake. Taste must come of itself, from much playing and with years. Your Cecilia played the two new waltzes, and the nocturne of Chopin, and Beethoven's trio very nicely. But then that was all drilled into her. We could tell that well enough by hearing it, Stock and I. Did it sound unnatural to you, mannered? And did you think it wooden, dry, dull? Not exactly that. But the trouble was it sounded studied. The public applauded, it is true, but they don't know anything. Stock and I thought... Do you not think that the taste for a beautiful interpretation may be early awakened without using severity with the pupil? And that to excite the feeling for music, to a certain degree, even in early years, is in fact essential. The neglect of this very thing is a reason that we are obliged to listen to so many players who really have mechanically practised themselves to death, and have reduced musical art to mere machinery, to an idle trick of the fingers. That's all nonsense. I say teach them the scales, to run up and down the gamut. Greatest ad parnassum's the thing, classical, classical. Yesterday you made your daughter play that trilogy by Karl Mayer. Altogether too fine sounding, it tickles the ear to be sure, especially when it is played in such a studied manner. We stick to Clementine Kramer and to Hummel's piano school, the good old school. You have made a great mistake with your eldest daughter. The world does not seem to agree with you. Has listened and lost a trick by it, steps up quickly and says maliciously, You must agree that she would have played better. If you had left her for ten years with Kramer and Clementi, we don't like this tendency to Schumann and Chopin. But what folly to talk! One must be careful what one says to the father of such a child. It is quite a different thing with us. Mr. Buffalo is bound to our stock by no bond of affection. He follows out his aim without any hesitation or vanity, and looks neither to the right nor to the left, but straight forward. I beg your pardon, madam. You may be right, from your point of view. We must be a little indulgent with sensitive people. But will not your son play to us? Stock plays two etudes of Clementi, three of Kramer, and four from the Gratis, but did not even grow warm over them. The horse his father gave him has made him quite strong. I may be asked, but how did Stock play? How? I do not wish to write a treatise, 
My plan is only to give hints and suggestions. I am not writing in the interest of stock Buffalo and Company. After the plane, we went to supper. The oysters were good, but the wine left a little sharp taste. My timid daughter did not like oysters, but she ate a little salad, and at table listened instead of talking. A few innocent anecdotes were related at table about horses and balls and dogs and stock's future. On taking leave, Madame said condescendingly to Cecilia, If you keep on, my dear, one of these days you will play very nicely. End of chapter 2